0: Hi, I'm Ken Mingus, executive editor for Computer World. I'm here with Network World's Brandon Butler, who was at Cisco Live in Las Vegas this week. We're going to get the lowdown from Brandon in just a second. Stick around. Okay, and we're back. So, Brandon, tell me what's going on with Cisco Live this week. It looks like it's been a really busy week for you.
1: It sure has. Yeah, I'm out here in Las Vegas at the Mandalay Bay Hotel and Convention Center. And, uh, you know, I'm always struck when I come to conferences like this how big they are. Uh, Cisco says they have 28,000 people here. There's another 200,000 people who live stream the keynotes this week. Uh, there's 300 partners. I'm in the exhibitor hall right now, which is a 1 million square feet. So wow. It's,
0: okay. So this I really do, is you know, a big I, show.
1: I these yeah. You know, I go to these conferences like VMworld and Cisco Live and Amazon reInvent and. Every time I'm I come I'm just amazed about the, the scale of these things.
0: Okay. I <laughs> so know it's it's, pretty incredible. I know it's gotta be hard to sort of pick out uh, maybe the you know the the big themes that Cisco's focusing on now. You've you've been writing about uh, some of the things that the company's up to, the move from hardware to software or software to hardware, how they're gonna work that all together and uh, intent based networking and things like that. So tell me, you know, what are the big themes from Cisco Live this week?
1: Yeah, well, maybe maybe be a a good thing to sort of think about it in a broader perspective and think about where Cisco is coming into this Cisco live conference. And I think it's Cisco's a really interesting company to cover and watch because you know everyone knows how important they are for in the in the IT world and in the networking world. They're sort of the big networking company, but they're really going through a transition point right now. They have a CEO, Chuck Robbins, who's been on the job two years. He took over for John Chambers, who had been on the job for 20 plus years. So uh, we're really starting to see Chuck Robbins finger Prints on the company, and we're starting to see how he is trying to transition the company from not just a networking company, but really talk about Cisco as a security company. And, um, and, and they're also trying to position themselves more as a software company as well. So a lot of people think about Cisco selling data center networking gear, switches and routers and stuff like that. We're talking a lot at this conference about the software that runs on top of that hardware and the different things that, that you can do with that software um, and different ways of selling software that runs on this data center equipment. So, um, you know, they're talking about uh, how the network is at an inflection point right now because of things like cloud and, and mobile and IOT. They say that it requires this new era of networking, which is, is it's sort of interesting to think about, and, and it's, yeah, you sort of buy into that because there are a lot of trends going on, but you also wonder, you know, Cisco needs to sort of recapture some of the um, uh, some of the momentum that a lot of workloads are moving to the cloud, and they still want to make sure they're relevant in the data center space uh, for, for their for their customers.
0: Yeah, you know, it's interesting that you talk about that because uh, I know that they Cisco was talking actually last week about intent-based networking. And it's interesting to see how they're kind of pitching that as this network that can be set up and then kind of, you know, within certain parameters kind of adjusts, sort of learns what the needs are um, uh, in terms of network bandwidth and things like that. Uh, Tell me a little bit about that because it it sounds vaguely science fiction-y, but it could just be marketing speak too, you know?
1: Yeah, no, I think you're right. Um, I would say that that intent-based networking is the big thing that Cisco executives are talking about at Cisco Live this week. And it's interesting that they made that announcement last week, just a week before the Cisco Live conference. So they sort of uh, uh, set up this conference a week before uh, announcing this this big news. Chuck Robbins said it's the, it's the biggest announcement that Cisco has made in years for the company. And, and you're right, intent-based networking is this idea that a network administrator can tell a software program what they want the network to do, and then there's a smart network, and Cisco calls it an intuitive network, that will automatically um, orchestrate and manage the network based on what the administrator wants the network to do. So let's think about this in uh, sort of a real world example. So um, they, they, they use the example of a healthcare company, like a hospital. Yeah. And maybe they have a lot of devices around the hospital. They have doctors who are connecting on their iPads to, to deal with patients. They have uh, MRI machines that are also connected and sending data. So with this intent-based networking, they say that you could uh, make sure that any visitor that comes into the hospital and, and accesses the Wi-Fi network uh, does not, is not able to talk to anyone else who is on a separate network. that that might have some encrypted traffic on it. And so in the past, these policies might be really difficult to set up. It would require things like VLANs and and different security tools. And so Cisco is saying that with this intent-based networking, you can set very high-level policies. I don't want public-facing traffic to talk to secure traffic in my hospital. And then the network is gonna do all the hard work to implement those policies and enforce those policies so they're they're really talking about this as advanced automation, and they're also talking about this in terms of machine learning and how this intent based networking platform uses machine learning to monitor what's happening on the network and then maintain that state. so it it knows what's happening in the network, and it is able to uh, be smart enough to make changes on the network as as things in the network are changing so it's a really interesting technology, and it's still very early days. And we'll we'll sort of see, you know, what sort of training is needed to get people up to speed with something like this when these products are really going to come out on market. Um, but but it's it's certainly the big news of of the conference that they're that they're talking about here.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. You had said in uh, in your story, uh, sort of defining and, and and spelling this out last week that this is not here now. This is something that's probably two, three, four years down the road before it's going to be rolled out. Is that is that right? We're still a few years out.
1: Yeah, I, I think so. And I think they're going to be rolling it out in bits and pieces. So. Um, some of the initial uh, rollouts of, of intent-based networking are going to be more advanced automation technology. So um, uh, it, it's going it's to make provisioning the network and provisioning policies uh, easier okay. um, through a new software platform that they have. They're calling it DNA Center, the digital network architecture. And so that's going to be one of the first products in this intent-based networking platform that Cisco is, is rolling out. And then I think it's gonna take some time to really get to some of the, the cooler stuff that, that, that intent-based networking can do. Some of that machine learning technology that I talked about. I think that's gonna take a little bit longer to have a really smart network that is able to implement these policies and, and sort of without users touching the network, be able to um, in, enforce these policies and, and adapt to changes in the network. I think that stuff might take a little bit more time But I think as early as this fall, we're gonna start seeing uh, some of the early uh, products in the intent-based networking portfolio uh, come to market.
0: Yeah, it's interesting when you talked about earlier about the uh, theoretical hospital that's, you know, maybe rolling something like this out and you've got to keep traffic that needs to be secure because of HIPAA regulations, things like that, from like the public facing traffic. So is that is that, when Cisco talks about it wanting to be more of a security company, is that the kind of thing that it's talking about? Keeping the traffic separate that needs to be tra- mm-hmm. kept separate?
1: Yeah, you know, Cisco's big message about being a security company is that Uh, Because they are managing the networks for so many organizations, um, the network has so much data in it. And the network sort of sees everything that's happening within an organization. And because of that, they say that they are in a unique position to provide security on top of that. Chuck Robbins, the CEO, said that if, if you have a security strategy that does not revolve around the network, then you don't have a security strategy. So, you know, that's that sort of CEO speak from, uh, from Cisco, but I think that if, if you think about how much data is in the network, and so, so because of that, the network is able to see all of these threats that are coming into your environment. The, labor, the network is, is, is sort of the transition, the, the transportation method for all these malware attacks to come right. in, viruses, all this stuff. And so Cisco is saying, because all of that stuff has to traverse the network, we are in a position to be able to secure the network. So um, it, it's really been a transition for the company to uh, put much more of an emphasis on security. Really everything they talk about now has a security play in it, which I think is, it's, it's a big change in the company. And I think it's, it's definitely something that Chuck Robbins uh, has, 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 uh, has really tried to do over the last couple of years as CEO.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's also, you know, as I'm listening to you speak about what Cisco's up to, it sounds like a lot of what it's embracing or looking to do is uh, revolves around the, the rise of mobile. You know, the fact that mobility, p- people are accessing networks on the fly when you walk in the door, when you walk out, it's Wi-Fi, you've got to, you know, log in or not. And being able to adjust a network for that kind of sort of uh, fluctuating traffic, it, it, it seems clearly that clear that, that mobility is playing a role in what they're up to as well, right?
1: Yeah, mobility is a is a huge driving factor. I, I think that there, there are a couple things that, that Cisco is talk, talking about. Uh, mobile traffic and the increase of that is, is, is certainly one. Um, uh, the, the, sort of the, the move to the cloud and, and how uh, organizations are using not just SaaS applications like Salesforce, but infrastructure service applications that are hosted in Amazon Web Services or Microsoft Azure. And then they're also talking a lot this week about the Internet of Things and sort of this deluge of traffic that could come about from all of these connected devices on the network. And uh, they've made some interesting announcements this week about some new uh, software management platforms for controlling IoT devices out there. Um, uh, Cisco bought a company named Jasper a couple years ago that helps companies onboard IoT devices and uh, uh, sort of get them connected to the network and then help them manage all of the traffic that can come from IoT devices. Uh, so, yeah, there are a couple big themes that are happening here around uh, yeah, mobility, cloud, IoT. Those are... Certainly some hot topics at Cisco Live this year.
0: Oh, yeah. And I also wanted to ask, I saw that, uh, I think it was on Monday, that uh, Apple CEO Tim Cook was there talking about uh, working with Cisco and, and, and obviously pushing Apple's uh, uh, efforts to get into the enterprise. So what, what did Cook have to say that uh, was noteworthy?
1: Yeah, that, that was interesting. On, like you said, on the day one keynote on Monday, um, Chuck Robbins said, uh, I, I have a friend who I'd like to bring out on stage here. And then Tim Cook walks out. And one more thing, yeah, right, exactly. One more thing, and there was a little bit of a gasp, I would say, in in the keynote hall, like, oh wow, Tim Cook's here. Yeah. Um, I, you know, they, they announced a partnership last year, right. um, uh, where they started working together, and I think this is really a symbiotic relationship for both companies. I think, um, you know, Apple is trying to. Uh, expand beyond just its its consumer base that it has a very good stronghold in and I think they really see the enterprise market as something where they could um, you know make a lot of money down the line so that you've seen Apple make some partnerships with a lot of companies not just Cisco but with IBM and and SAP as well so I think that's sort of the 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 reason that Apple is moving in this direction for Cisco I think they they really see this as an opportunity uh, to help their customers uh, manage uh, mobile traffic in their organizations and and on their networks. Um, so uh, they 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 announced that um, there's going to be a new Cisco uh, app that's going to be native to iOS. It's going to be coming out in the fall. And uh, this app, hold on, I wrote this down. Uh, it's it's called the Cisco Security Connector app. Okay. And um, what they say is that uh, this is going to help provide visibility, control, and privacy to uh, to uh, iOS users in an organization. So uh, with this app, uh, you're going to be able to help prioritize uh, some uh, uh, network traffic for iOS devices in an organization. Uh, there are some integrations with some of Cisco's collaboration products like Spark and WebEx. Um, and they also announced something else interesting in that... Um, they, Apple and Cisco, are going to be working together with cyber security insurance companies to help potentially provide discounted cyber insurance offers for customers who are using both Cisco and Apple products together. Well, that's so they're, interesting. they're actually pitching this as you can save money on cyber insurance. If you buy cyber insurance to prevent against malware or, or virus attacks, you can save money uh, by having these sort of Uh, agreements that that have auditing things in them that say we are using these security capabilities from Cisco and Apple together. So that could be something uh, very interesting to watch to see if they can actually help customers save money if you use both of these companies products together
0: right and it's interesting that once again that goes back to that whole security angle that you've been talking about that that cisco keeps you know bringing up obviously uh, i know there's a lot going on i know it's probably hard to boil it down to you know maybe the the biggest thing that cisco said but uh you know can you as you've gone through the last three days anything really stand out you know as we kind of wrap up is the the big thing to keep in mind from cisco live this year
1: yeah, I, you know, I would say that, that the company is in a transition point right now, and they are trying to, to figure out how they can, can transition from uh, a traditional hardware company that's selling data center hardware to being more of a security company, being more of a software company and, and selling software that runs on top of hardware that they have sold in the past. So those are some really big changes for Cisco, and I think we're starting to see the company lay the groundwork for how they're going to move forward in the coming years, uh, to become a security company and become a software company. So it's a really interesting time to look at, at Cisco and and hear about the different products that they're bringing to market and sort of their future vision. And now it's going to be about execution for the company. You know, they're talking about all these benefits that they can give, uh, to the mobile workforce, to the IOT world, to the cloud world. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be really interesting in the coming years to see, uh, Know, whether their customers uh, adopt this technology and how these how these products and platforms continue to evolve, too.
0: Got it. So 2017 is sort of the pivot year for Cisco as it moves from what it used to be into where it's going. And uh, a lot of that's coming out at Cisco Live. That's great. Uh, Brandon, really, really lots of information there, lots of insights. Thank you very much. I appreciate you taking the time to, to break away and uh, give us the update.
1: I'm happy to do it, Ken. Thank
0: you. Great. All right. Thanks a lot. So that's Cisco Live. That's Brandon on the floor in Las Vegas. I'm Ken Mingus, executive editor Computer World. For now, that's a wrap.